Chapter 1 Enchanted He lived a life of enchantment. Virtually everything he saw and heard was being seen and heard by him for the first time, so he gave it his whole attention. The coachman said the eggs would never hatch. They were infertile, he insisted, as he tossed them onto the manure pile outside the stable. Elwyn's indulgent father had bought his children an incubator with fifty eggs, and only these three failed to hatch. Barely more than a toddler, skinny, big-eared Elwyn had stretched on tiptoe to peer over the edge of a workbench and excitedly witness the primordial ritual of chicks tapping inside their shells as they prepared to emerge into the world. He didn't want to give up on the remaining eggs, and later he was the first to hear a cheeping sound outdoors. He ran outside, thrilled to find that the chicks had hatched by themselves, rejected by human beings and incubated by nothing more than the manure pile's own natural warmth. The birds were scurrying around, tiny and wet and rumpled, squawking hungrily. The stable was behind the family's spacious home in Mount Vernon, New York. During his childhood in the first decade of the twentieth century, it was one of Elwyn White's favorite places, painted pale gray, matching their big handsome house even to the gables in the loft. It had a square, tower-like peak that sported a weather vane as high as the domed turret on the front of the house. Elwyn loved the pungent scent of hay in the stable's loft above his head, and of the dusty oats in their bin with its chute that carried grain down to the three stalls below. He liked to walk into the dark stable through the coach doorway created when the main door slid left into its wall pocket, and find himself surrounded by the exciting wild scent of the horses themselves. In front, the barn was lit by a small four-paned window to the right of the sliding door, as well as by a couple of similar windows in the loft, on each side of the high door that opened downward for loading or unloading wagons. Still, the corners inside were always enticingly dark, the light angling down and splashing on hay to turn it golden. Outside, to the left of the big door, stood a lattice-walled stall, and nearby was the fragrant manure pit, whose warmth rescued the chicks. Sometimes the coachman, Jimmy Bridges, whom Elwyn admiringly followed around, smelled more horsey than human, mixed with the aroma of liniment and harness dressing. Bridges had his own private room.